With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. And right now you can save over $500 on any queen or king bundle. That includes a Nectar mattress, foundation, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, as well as our 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com slash save 500 and get hugged. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got Rich Hobbs. Hello everyone. We've got Andy Gillard. Hi, yeah. And we've got Sean Dyche. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually got that accent though, has he? No, he's he's got, he, he just speaks more, more, he literally speaks like, he talks like he, talk, he talks like he's from mm. New York. He's like a proper comic, he's a more... Where, where is Sean Dyche actually from? He's London, I'm is sure he is. Oh, I'm sure he's from... From the south, anyway. But football tech took a terrible toll on his voice. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a what they call him on the ramble. He's a okay. uh, Sandy Ballback. Sand, he sounds like a Sandy Ballback. <laughs> He's at, um, his but he was actually born in Kettering. I'm guessing in Northamptonshire. And ironically, <laughs> actually on Wikipedia, his main photo is um, at Monu. Sandy Ballback. No, it's at Monu. <laughs> <laughs> As a great, great visual feature. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, obviously it's, it's it's Stu, not Sean yeah. Dice. What 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 a coup that would be! Burnley manager Sean Dice to talk about Wolves. <laughs> You're safe now, Sean. Why don't, why don't you come on? Why don't you come on and talk about a different team this week? Uh, on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about uh, Derby. Yeah, not Leeds, as I said on Twitter earlier. Uh, Preston, the final ground of the season, and anything in between. And we start with that with a pre-season, gentlemen. Little pre-season tournaments are coming our way. This summer, uh, but it's for the under 23s, all respect to the under 23s, of course. But when we first saw it, literally we thought, better than yeah. the first team at the moment. <laughs> yeah, <I think>. so. <laughs> we all thought this was a, a first team tournament, but it is for the under 23s. It's called the Borough Tournament, it's been hosted by Nuneaton Town. It's got a Liverpool 11, a PSV 11, Glasgow Rangers 11, Coventry City, Nuneaton Town. And it's on the weekend of the July the 29th and 30th. It's going to be a knockout tournament in a league style. Why is it Nuneaton Town? Wouldn't they used to be on Eton Borough? Did they go through... Oh, they changed through like, liquidation or something? Yeah. I'm only going off an artwork here. So <laughs> I'm going to say you are correct. Mm-hmm. So well done. So what, so, um, what do we think of that, gentlemen? It might, might be a nice little think, uh, weekend out. I think it might be quite good fun. Yeah. Something to do. I mean, yeah. what, yeah. I think it's £40 for the weekend or something like that. I don't know if you can buy that like, one day or another, but actually... I, I reckon if it's you know it's twenty quid for a day, 
you get to see like a couple of games of football, have a few beers. I think it could be quite good fun. Mm. Well, when I went to the Olympics and watched two games of the Rico, yeah. that was about twenty five quid, yeah. and one of them was Japan, and I don't remember the other one. Um, and that was great. You can sit there, have, have a few beers, same thing. And it's the summer when there's nothing else to do. There's no football. Yeah. It's technically there's like, no Olympics. There's no Olympics. Yeah. It's the best Wolves squad that we've got. So why not? Yeah. You enjoy it. Get your tournament buzz in on Eton. Is that what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> and get, like condense a month-long like European Championship or World Cup into one jam-packed weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to create like a wall chart. Yeah, and on the day you can just like mark them we off. create one. Yes, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a good experience for the youngsters to be playing mm. against like a top class cat- uh, category one, and then you've got a foreign club in there. Then mm. you've got lower league or two foreign clubs and PSV, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you've got a you've got a lot. You've got Coventry yeah. will be playing their first team by the mm. looks of it. Mm-hmm. The same as Nuneets, and so you know it's throwing up a few different challenges. It might actually be competitive, and yeah. Actually, if they get to play like three games over two days, I'm not mm-hmm. obviously rotate the squad, but it'll kind of give them like a decent amount of mm. matches as well, hopefully. And talking of pre-season, obviously no details have come out as yet of recording of what our pre-season plans are, who we're playing. But Roy mentioned in our little group chat today about who would we like to see Wolves play this pre-season? Who are your dream opponents in a realistic world of who you'd like to see Wolves play this summer? I mean, the realistic chat's always going to be Villa, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We've done Villa though, get them out of the way. Who would you like to see Wolves play this summer for a pre-season programme? Uh, is this the, the prestige friendly? Yeah, the, the prestige, prestige um, friendly. The one where you don't have to pay the other team to turn up. <laughs> it is the one. Um, I'm still saying West Ham. Mm. I think that's more and more... Re- I was well, going to say it's Everton. Not, it's not glamour, is mm. it? But yeah. Someone that we, we can we can dream of Everton. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I've gone big. We've said this place, Everton. Like someone that when you were it's got to be someone like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a region when it'll end up being Stoke, won't it? Oh, dear. Don't oh. want them back. No. No, no you don't. Maybe Burnley, going back to Sean Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they've become a bit of a Wolves reserve, well, say reserve team. They're <laughs> better than what yeah, we've yeah. got. <laughs> Abroad, a, a, a trip abroad, because obviously in years previously, Wolves used to tend to go to Ireland. We had that little foray in France randomly. The, two, season. Game, the two games in France. Was it was that the start of this season? Yeah, it was. Did, was it? No, 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 it was last season. Last, yeah, it was a year It's when the whole Kevin McDonald contract thing came out. Yeah, it was yeah. Like oh, in there. Because Paris mm. FC. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, there was another team, obviously. And that's where Bright made his, his debut, yeah. I think. He scored, like, he scored that goal. He, he like did a drag back in the middle of, Yeah. Wasn't that the, also the one where they hadn't really confirmed any details about um, it, if people to, could go to see them and everyone then kicked off about seeing yeah, them so the, the yeah. club had to give everyone the right to see the team <laughs> the Everton still took a coach Yeah, they drove overnight watched the match <laughs> got drunk and came back but they didn't stop anywhere <laughs> delegation did we do anything this start of this season Ireland wasn't it again we went to oh, I'm sure we went to Ireland and again wasn't that when the whole takeover rumour was, yeah. was really yeah. churning up then would we like to see Wolves go abroad pre-season? Because I, I love a little... Obviously, I'm not going to go. Hardcore, <laughs> <give me laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you pay me, yes, yeah. I'll go. But I'd like to see Wolves do a little uh, Scandinavian... A sojourn. Yeah, a, sojourn. a Scandinavian pre-season. Just oh, some, random, some random teams. They should go big. Just rock up to the States. Anyone will just look at you like, who are you? <laughs> you say Wolves are ready to break America. 
Well done. Yeah. <laughs> it's with Steve. Yeah. Steve tuning us on. That'd be great. We could see um, Colorado Rapids because mm. of Doyle. Um, Tampa Bay Rowdies. Neil Collins. Yeah, Tampa Bay's at the level. <laughs> yeah. probably be I, think hitting, well, yeah. I think we're hitting now so well from an MLS, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we've got some other former players kicking about still. Who does Freddie Adu? I know he doesn't play for us, but who does Freddie Adu play for now? Surely he's back in America. I've got a feeling he's unattached. Mm. Or free agent. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> he's probably about 14 now and all. But who, wh- where would we like to go if, if we had a choice Is to go so? abroad in pre season? If you, you know, Stu, I'm paying for your flights out of figurative Monopoly fan cast money. Where would you like to see Wolves play abroad? Very swift. Seems good. I'd take that because I played on the pitch a few weeks ago. It's good. Well, it's got, you, you can just rock up and go to something random. Actually, you see that there? Is that a penalty spot there? I've scored a penalty yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, actually, I could do that because you know they have scored. <laughs> yeah. I've got family friends who have got a caravan out around the, uh, around the cliff as well. Honestly, so. do you know how much it costs to hire for, uh, for pitch uh, Park Avenue? It's only about 150 quid. Which, when you think about it, isn't actually a lot of money to a little, hire a little fantastic yeah. there. Yeah, well, he's in Wales. Yeah, no, they don't have money in Wales. <laughs> Is there any way? Yeah, but they do have a lot of bars in Aberystwyth. <laughs> There's a lot of sheep then, but that's, that's the thing. <laughs> we also have that. Yeah, <laughs> the afternoon story. <laughs> Is there any way out of the British Isles, Stu? Um, you might see Wolves to to play abroad. So, well, Germany. Germany. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say, well, well, Germany would be good. Just mm. um, how Alex can go out there again. Yeah. He seems to live half his life in Germany. Um, yeah, probably Germany. It's because a lot of people will get a lot of drink down them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. In that week. Plus, I suppose with Germany, Lambert's got ties to yeah, Germany for his playing stuff. days. Yeah. He's been over there quite a bit. Wouldn't be surprised if it was Germany mm. anyway, to be honest. And if you, where would you like Wolves to go to? Um, what would your prestige tie be as well? I think it'd be quite nice to do a tour of Italy, I think. Mm. They've got some tough teams. I think you, could, you could learn something, actually, from playing against... Even the lower league teams in Italy. Mm. Prestige, if you're looking at lower prem, probably going to be... It would be nice to have Everton, actually. Yeah. I do like Everton, so mm. I wouldn't mind getting them down the Molyneux. Well, there's only made Italy more, uh, more stories of the past. Not like the prologue one, don't worry about <laughs> okay. it. Okay, point is We've got another nugget coming up. <laughs> now that my first ever Wolves game was against Atalanta in oh, the um, Anglo-Italian Cup. Ah, OK. 1-1. Why can't we bring back the Anglo-Italian Anglo- exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah. Cup and Wolves drawing 1-1? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But ball was rested. So who scored the goal? This was, not, this was the 15th of November, 1994. <laughs> I was what? Six. I was the programme was 50p. two. So I'm going to go for Mike Stowell. <laughs> <laughs> I've no idea who. Um, no. Someone who played that. Um, no. Lee Mills. Lee Mills. Don't even know that name. <laughs> yeah, this is not when you forgot who Mark Edworthy was, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rich, um, tall, prestige. I'm thinking Iberia, so I'm thinking Portugal or Spain. Oh, okay, yeah. Maybe yeah. Portugal. Yeah, Portugal. The Algarve. Yeah. yeah. Then hopefully we can bump into Sebas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, domestically. West Ham, now I've sort of thought about it, would be potentially reasonable someone like that I am sort of tradition, old fashioned yeah. traditional sort of club that's bigger and better than us we can accept European teams in this prestige tie as well because we have we had that run where we played all those Spanish teams under McCarthy we Barcelona West, didn't we, I, remember, well. I went to that it's a mm. great game lost 3-2 but one of the best Wolves performances I saw 
believe I can't believe that Figo played. There was Bobby's testimonial. I was singing Santos. Yeah, mm-hmm. Figo played. Completely Van Hal's manager. Obviously, as a kid, I knew nothing of this until years later. Simon Osborne versus Figo. Well, and um, you know who else played that team? One um, well, of midfield dynamos from the. Oh, Zav- Zavi. Zavi yeah, it was, it was, it was like a sixteen-year-old Zavi played. Yeah. yeah. Just to say Osborne. that he, he's played at Molde. Great times. Great times. <laughs> when Wolfie actually looked like a wolf, and not some kind of mangled <laughs> fox that he does now. <laughs> So we'll see then. We'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see what comes up over the next few days of a present. Well, when was the last time we had a German club here? Has it ever even happened? I don't know. Because you think about the the European stuff in the seventies. That well, John's not here, is he? But um, stuff well, like that. We might have played Hamburg. Yeah, that's, that's the mm. only thing that comes to mind. Yeah. So someone like Schalke or something, that'd be class. Yeah. Mm. Fingers crossed. It's not going to happen. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Um, okay, let's go to outer contract players in the summer. Obviously, there's a few either with loans or their contracts, as I say, expire at the uh, the start of the, the start of the, the end of the spring, start of the it's summer. Thirtieth of June, if my football knowledge, football manager knowledge is correct. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I think because <coughs> it's the first of July, sort of the start of the next season. Yeah. So they all. Yeah, because that's the, when they yeah. all have their scarves up and everything. Though they went yeah. there. Uh, so people out of contract, Mike Williamson, Jack Price, George Savile and Silvio, although the latter of those three have got a year option that Wolves can take up. Uh, James Henry's contract expires, remember James Henry everybody? Uh, Steeman's loan obviously expires at the end of the season as well. Who would you offer a contract to if you would to any of the next season or who would you say, you know what, I will take you up on that year sir and you may stay here in the shores of Wolverhampton Williamson and Lazy yeah on a vastly reduced block pay as you play you've got to yeah. there's your money stay here because you've got to take into the fact that you know Lambert has talked about trimming the squad down it's a big squad do Wolves just cut their losses and go right we're just going to get well, I mean, a number everyone. of those are centre midfielders where we are kind of overloaded and we've got like Sir Prince who's out on loan now I'm not saying he's got a part to play in this squad mm. but actually We've got, I think, six, seven who can play in, who are fighting for two positions, essentially. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it'll be. I mean, I think we've all kind of been a bit critical of Jack Price in the last sort of six months because he's not been on the board as much as he needs to, and it would be a shame to see him mm. go. But actually, I think with everyone else at the club, I think he's almost just going to be a natural. For him to have to go, he's had, a, he's had a bad year, eh? And yeah, you know, it might be a point for him in his development. But actually, he needs to make sure he's at a club where he's going to play week in, week out, mm. which I mean, you're I'll, not yeah. going to get at Wolves because we've got so many and it all loops around. And, and around. sentimentality aside, if we want to move on, mm. actually, they're, they're the kind of players who are going to help you yeah. take that next step. Yeah, probably not. I think a lot of what pe- fans and what people are saying at the moment is. Are these players going to take us to the Premier League? And I think we're almost... That's kind of two steps too far. Right? We almost need to think, what team's going to help us mount a, a playoff push? Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, so actually, someone like Mike Williamson, you're right, he could be. Now, I think we had a conversation a few weeks ago, didn't we, about Stearman or Williamson? Because that's how it feels like it's going to mm. be at the moment. I mean, um, you look at it the other way as well. And um, like the seven who've been released from Norwich... Yeah. Um, and you look at that and you think, well, and Norwich going to be looking at our, our players' contract yeah. and thinking, oh, yeah, well, we'll get George Savile in. 
Yeah. It's not going to be that mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think Savile's an interesting one. Because he's, I mean, now he's at left, well, he did have a great game Saturday, no one did. But he does a job. And no one else really in that midfield can, can do what he does. He's got a bit of versatility in the sense yeah. that Lambert or a manager could put him somewhere else and go play there. And he's like, yeah, okay. He's like, he's like a, especially with the left back situation. He's like a 2017 Neil Emden. That's what he is. But yeah. that doesn't mean that he's going to be kept just because no. he can play in lots of positions. I mean, that's what we've done for years. We just just because they they do okay mm. means we can keep them. But after the last few weeks, you're thinking, well, I just fucked it all enough. Mm. Is they're not good enough? Mm. And if we want to actually do something and not just meander around doing just floating and keeping our heads above water, then these players have got to move. Mm. I bet Silvio, obviously, he was only on a year contract. He's been kind of injury prone for a lot of the years, recent years he's had in football. Obviously, I guess having a broken foot, mm. whether you can count that in that list because it's going to not, you know, probably can't kind of see that coming. Oddly, I know we all mentioned the podcast this week, he got a start in the game against Huddersfield. I'm trying to remember my games now. Do you think Wolves might. Suggest okay, we'll give you another shot I, given his experience. I wouldn't personally because I mean, he is just too injury prone. Mm. He's played before he came here, he played 40 games in five years, mm. or it was 50 games in four years. Either way, it's not enough, yeah. And you could have told I could have told you at the start of the season he's not going to stay fit mm. and he simply hasn't done. Um, and even the games stuff. he's played, he's been. Oh, he's either been okay or he's been absolutely dreadful. Yeah. He, he hasn't really found... I know he hasn't played enough, but he's got no consistency to mm. his game and not it, quite sure if that's... Harsh, but you say, if you take out the sentimentality, it's, I think we said it with Dicko, and we'll probably say it again with Dicko in a bit. Oh, if he gets a good pre-season under him. It's like, well... We could say about all the players, like just because you get a pre-season yeah. doesn't mean you're going to turn into a flipping world beater. Mm. If Dico played for any other club in the world and you saw his form, you'd yeah. say you'd say yeah. that they should probably get rid of him because he's obviously not doing it. Yeah, it's only because we've got that affinity to him. Yeah, I think you can probably sort of say the same with Sil- Silvio. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Richard Stearman, obviously on loan to the end of the season. Most fans were quite happy with his return. At the start of the season, also given the fact that with what happened the season beforehand, when he was kind of on form, the player of the year, and they're all of a sudden sold. Again, does it fall into that sentimentality bracket? And is it time for him? Is it time for Wolves to move on now and go? Thank you for coming back, but we need to move on. Or does his experience and knowing of the club a factor to be tempted to keep him for another year? Or for example. I think I said on last week's episode, the best you get out of Stearman is when he's with someone who can organise him. Mm. Stearman's never been the leader. And if it's a choice between Stearman and Williamson, it's Williamson. Mm. And like, I don't think we'll keep both of them. It'll be one and possibly a new defender or they'll just look at Ebanks Landell yeah. filling that gap. I, mean, I didn't want Stearman back in the first place. And I said no, that. You were quite. You were. No, no, but people come for me, don't they? Yeah. Um, shock. <laughs> um, but, I mean, he's, he proved me wrong at Liverpool. He was superb. Um, yeah, he's had about four or five different, very, very good games. But he's had a lot of steaming games mm. as well. And, yeah, it's been nice for him to say goodbye properly rather than after what happened last year. But it's just not good enough. I think it's difficult with a lot of the players because we've been so inconsistent and poor. That you could say about pretty much all the players, well, we've had sort of half a dozen really good games. Some, you know, I could pick 
say George Savile, I could say I could probably pick a decent amount of games. Same with Jack Price, same with Stearman, same with Williamson. But you could also say for the majority of the time they've been poor. Yeah, but so the good ones stand out because they've been so bad. Yeah, mm. um, I know it, it's tough with Stearman because the question isn't it isn't will we like do we give him another contract? It's will we sign him? Mm. Because he is, it's almost easy to forget he's here on loan. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it is his contract finished no. at Fulham? Has he got? He'd another, have another year. He's got he? another it's year. It's a three-year deal, wasn't it? With Fulham? yeah. And then obviously, it's mm. what what Fulham would want for him? Would they want to try and recoup that money back? I mean, I can't we'd see him getting to pay that. Before, I can't see him getting into the Fulham team. No, I don't know. You know, it, if you're looking for experience, you say it's a toss between well, you got Williamson and you got Stearman now. Will Stearman become the player Williamson is in terms of organising in the next three years? The answer is probably no. Um, we've got Courtney Halls in the team, who I think is going to have to be starting one of the starting two centre backs next season. But I don't see leaving anytime soon. Mm. It, you're struggling. You've got Ebanks, you say, you've got Ebanks Landell coming back. Lambert will probably want to buy one of his own centre back who he's gone and scouted. I mean, you think Grant Hanley jumps off the page, mm. but uh, even uh, he does look like a bit of a truck, and he mm. ain't the most mobile. I'd still have him over Stearman because of yeah. current form. I mean, I think Luke James is still um, going on a free for Ipswich. Yeah. I know he was mm. in January. I know he's sent back, come right back, or whichever way round it is. But <sighs> I like Stearman, but I think. You say there is better out there. Mm. I think you can probably say that for a lot of players. It's whether Wolves can act smartly and effectively in the transfer market and replace three of those five players because that's what we need to do because we'll trim the rest out. Mm. I mean, realistically, we'll have what 25, 30 million to play with. Mm. Well, assuming the cost to go is, and then you've got another five million that they'll just play in anyway. Mm. Um, you're going to be able to get better than that. Mm. Yeah. Just, just purely on that, and if left back is a priority, I was going to say, if, if, you know, if the position where at school the worst player would play <laughs> is your priority, like we've got, we've got to be asking questions. Well, just before that left back thing, James Henry, I'm presuming also <coughs> let him go. Thanks for your time. Yeah, I, I forgot who's still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Club. I mean, it's, it's so much. Like, like might go to Bolton as well. Well, even there, dude, like split with him because well. uh, okay. I got that mate booty on. Um, uh, talked to on Twitter and they, they, a lot of them like him and a lot of them don't like him the same way here they ah the Dave Edwards of the he's, he's, very, um, <laughs> he's very hit and miss like, some days he turns up some days he's very anonymous which he's like he was with us in the championship <laughs> I think he's definitely like a league one player yeah yeah tops let's talk about the left back thing that Rich just mentioned Lambert today which is a said that a left back position is high on the priority list this summer despite the fact that we've been trying to buy a striker for the last four years <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about Doherty he was filled into that position who did it in his play of the season uh, season um, but obviously he's naturally a right back George Savile's filled in that role as well we've seen other players over the years which I offer come to that role as well but obviously what's happening with offer left back everyone on that little Christmas list, he's written left back. It's like how much was the he back, <laughs> the back of left? How much was he dislike Borfrey Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like when you when you run out of things to ask, like you, you, you yeah. do, like, the last auntie on your list, and you think, oh, I'll sell with socks. That's where <laughs> yeah. left back should be. 
He doesn't matter. Do you think he's going to Thalwell? Like, right, what do you want this summer? Striker, give me another position. Striker, give me Next. another position. <laughs> and it's like, it's one of those scenes in the TV episode, you see a clock 45 minutes later. Uh, left back, right, left back, what can we do for you? But is it an issue, do we say, left back at all? I mean, we yeah, because we don't actually have a senior left back. But The last time we bought a left back was Van Damme. No, it's Goldborn. Goldborn was, yeah. Yeah, Goldborn was a solid dependence. Yeah, little Fancast. Fancast. Why they got rid of him is beyond me. Was he when he started for Fancast Curse? The Fancast Curse started with Fletcher, but the Fletcher was already going anyway, so. Bear in mind, price is out of contract, David. (laughs) Technically, the curse stopped at. Saka this season after because he there was all that thing about was he was he was he going to go and never went for many years later there's no curse down there (laughs) (laughs) should a striker be high on his priority list for Lambert the whole spine of the team's like it's painful mache like we're talking about centre backs we could have a 10 minute conversation about centre midfielders about strikers about goalkeepers sort out that first and work on the bits on the side that's yeah, it's common sense. Like, it's common sense. Is that how you build a football team? You don't build a team from left back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, well, we got left back sorted. <laughs> so da- Danny's got Sonder not for ball too. We're fine. Maybe he's, he's thinking, well, no, because it was the inverse. Like you said on um, Twitter that the view was like FIFA 95. Yeah. Maybe he's looking at football from that point of view. He's looking <laughs> from the corner. Yeah. Where left back is the, the yeah. first thing on his mind. Yeah, that's where you build from. If the left sock fits, everything falls into place. That's what they say. But I mean, like, you could. Is his idea that he's going to move Doherty to right back then? I, 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 okay, yeah, that's going to be. We get a whole world of trouble here, but. Because, I mean, you've got Cody, who's pretty much a right back now, but he's a very defensive right back. And you've got Iorfa, who's gone eight wall. Mm. Not literally, he's not bright, but. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, we. I think I said it before. In, I could make a very solid argument that Wolves need to make 10 first team signings. Easily? Yeah. Unless, because no, cause yeah. there's only one player who isn't replaceable in that team by something better, and that's Costa. Right. I thought you were going to say Dave Edwards then, but. That's what the team. Here come the pretzels. That's what the team selection tell us. Yeah. Is that Dave Edwards is irreplaceable. Unless he's going to be revolutionary and play with wing backs. Ooh. Well, he yeah. might think right left back so important because if he goes to like his diamond formation, like he played at Dortmund, you need good full backs. Yeah, and then you well, if you play the wing backs, you could have Martial as a right wing back. Yeah, and then if you if he's see they're good <laughs> method in this chaos. Can I saw the box? Yeah, can I saw the Sean Dyche box? And, um, Sean Dyche would never play with <laughs> wing backs, and you know it. That's why it's outside the Sean Dyche box. <laughs> yeah. um, but if it, I mean we've tried everything else and we can't get that to work, so if we've got an attacking left back who actually can tackle as well, maybe maybe there's something in it. But that's the only it's way. It's not the priority. Though, it's not the priority. It, it might have been slightly misquoted with that, and that's why everyone's got a, another thing to beat him with. Mm. But it's not a priority by a long mean no. at all. Yeah, because we have got an attacking left back. It just I, so happens I that could, he was brought could, up as a right back. Yeah, I could almost. Don't he's got his flaws as a left back, but he doesn't like cripplingly stand out in the mm. same way someone like George Savile do, does, who looks like a centre midfielder yeah. who's just playing at left back because everyone else is injured. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, because he's the only left footer in the team. Yeah, that, that's the only reason he's playing yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's always at school. It's school, yeah. You, you put you put the fat kid in goal because there's no goalkeepers, yeah. and he stands out that he's not a goalkeeper. And left because left footers are so kind of I was going to say rare. They are statistically oh. less of them. <laughs> they are. They're like Pikachu. <laughs> so I don't know. What's a rare Pokemon quick? Yeah, Articuno. They're an Articuno. They are here. But it's not the England squad, is it? There's, yeah. there's the rest of the world to find a left back. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's going to be difficult. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. What Norwich will Villa play? Because that's basically what we're, what we're looking at. Uh, so, yeah, so we're saying, what, we're saying a spine then, really? Yeah. I know we're going to talk about this on the end of season podcast as well. Right. I mean, yeah, it, it's a position we need to get because obviously we don't have a first team player there. But. I'd definitely be looking at and assessing sort of the centre of that team mm. before worrying about your left back, unless he thinks that the left back's going to be his driving influence going forward. Well, let's talk about the penultimate game of the season, which was the last away game of the season, where Wolves travelled to Pride Park after all those fantastic results after we've had in the last couple of years. Hoping. Hi-pro. Is it is it Pride Park or Ipro? Is it both? It's, it's, the, it's the Ipro Stadium, but it's on Pride Park. Yeah, Pride Park is the retail. Thing. Uh, well, maybe he played in the shopping centre. Might have been well. At the iPro Stadium. At the iPro Wolves uh, ended their uh, away game, George, with a 3 1 away defeat to Derby County. Uh, Marshall getting the goal for Wolves. Uh, Stu and Andy, both there, of course. Um, just move on from it, really. Is that we had a great hit. Yeah. yeah, it was brilliant. We had, we had a bit of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe in yeah. the Emerald Club beforehand. <laughs> Have you actually broken up with Alex at, at this point? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's getting a bit awkward, guys. Yeah, we, we, we went to Burton. This is what the, we'll just talk about this. Didn't <laughs> just tell us about your day. Tell us about your day. Yeah, it was we, lovely. I was really yeah. impressed with it. Yeah, we, well, I've never been to Burton High Street before. Um, and then to the Burton Weather Spoons, which... Full of Kings Winford Rolls was in there as well. They took a coach. Okay. Um, and just police cars whizzing by yeah, every few minutes. Just how checking. was the sunset you watched together? Well, there was the sunset, or there was the uh, the interior of the rock bar that we ended up in in the middle of the day with children running around. <laughs> was there a stained glass window though that then elude, gave the illusion of a sunset? <laughs> there was. There were specialist toilets. Had someone written, drawn a line on the floor saying when the sun reaches this point, <laughs> you can start drinking? The might be, it, was like, it was like the bar in front of Still Dawn. It was that, like, like the tea twister <laughs> the one from the TV show. It was, it was, it was desperate in that place. But the middle one, though, there was um, bottles of Holston pills for a pound. Very good. Which was, because my uncle's on a bit of a diet thing for his operation. Good luck. Um... <laughs> So he's got to have a hip He might be listening. <laughs> okay, so um, the, the this game. is how exciting the game was. <laughs> Let's talk about the, 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 probably the only real issue from that game, apart from the fact that we didn't play well, was uh, Cavalero sending off an off the ball incident. How did we feel about it? They see. No. They see, no, Anton. Uh, I think anyone did. No, the amount of people who asked me why we've only got 10 men on. Like three <laughs> different people didn't know that we'd had a player sent off. See, I, I I watched the highlights of it, and yeah, it was silly, and you shouldn't move in with your head like that. I'd argue that isn't violent conduct. It didn't really look like there was much of a movement towards the head, but rather than I can see it was an incredibly stupid thing for him to do because it is a red card. But 
It was like, like a letter of law. Like it, it's not really done that much. It was like biting stags more than anything else. Yeah. Um, and that kind of th- thing's gone on all year, but at the same time, you can't lower your head. You yeah. just can't. Like, I, it, it, and like Lambert said about, he's new to the country. I mean, he's not really that new now. He's been there a year. And the same rules apply in. Yeah. Across yeah. your, he's played Champions League football. He's played international football. Yeah, it was just, and he's like, "What am I doing at Dortmund? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here?" I think it was probably frustration more than anything mm. else. I think the ref had already told him off once about something as well, so he'd already marked mm. his cards, and then he. I mean, he that. did nothing at all. He mm. didn't want to be there. Uh, it, it, interesting because your boy Tim Spears on his uh, player ratings gave a 0 out of 10 and I, what I read about Cavallaro his last couple of lines was uh, he, he Cavallaro has been accused of not being a team player this season an incident like this only adds to that theory out of curiosity who's referred to him as not being a team player because I I've never heard that before. So I've not. Yeah, I've. There must have yeah. been some kind of. The only time I've seen anything to to that end mm. is when Tim Spears has intimated something that Lambert said to be about Cavalera. Yeah. It's the voice like, in Tim's head. Obviously, like, <laughs> I mean, he's a winger, so sort of by kind of some level of nature, he likes to kind of hold hold on to the ball a bit. But I wouldn't call him necessarily like a selfish player. He's more. He's more of a team player than Van der was last year. Mm. And he, he was handed out for being selfish. Um, he, he's not a team player in that he doesn't track back and make those tackles, yeah. but he's not really the kind of player you want doing that anyway. Well, look what happened when he did, a dog yeah. at home. Yeah. 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 yeah, However soft he was, he still he can't tackle, mm. so what's the point in mm. making him do that? Um, Which made that selection all the more weird with having Cavalero and Savile down the left. Against the dream, dream. Oh, against the possibly dream one of the championship against Tom Ings. You just think that's a strange one. Well, I'm going to throw up the question which we, we've talked about on and off before in terms of Cavalera. I know that when he came back, Wolves improved because obviously we had a different option, not just Costa. But has we're trying to take off roasting glasses? Has Cavalero actually made a difference with Wolves over the last? Six months when he has played. Yes, when he's it? played with Costa. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If that, Costa that's, that's goes in the summer, then you may as well send Cavalero mm-hmm. with him because mm-hmm. package, package. Deal. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think because actually I was going to say with the selfish thing, he passes a lot more when Costa's in the team because he just, but he needs someone either to link up the two or him to play centrally and have someone out wide doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. So best perform- way performance in the league this season, you'd argue, was against Fulham. Fulham, yeah. That Where? game was superb. Yeah. Like you said last week, though, I mean, everyone ups their game when them two are playing together. Yeah. Everyone does. And that helps. But it's like, it's Carl more Costa than him. Yeah. But when, it's the same with Carl Costa's not as effective without him. It's weird. Mm. Um, but he just looked, I mean, you can't completely blame him because he had no service. I mean, we always get battered at Derby anyway. It's mm. the rules. Um, and as soon as we went 1 0 down, you knew what was going to happen. Mm. And that's, well, that's what the. Everyone was like, I don't know if you heard it as well, when we was walking in the ground and Derby fans talking to us, saying they were the best fans there this season and stuff like that. And that's why my voice has gone, because it was just, there was nothing else to do. It was just constant singing. We have improved, though, over the years. You know, we've gone from five <laughs> to four to three. So next season, two. <laughs> Come on. Two no loss. <laughs> Come on. Um, but it, the whole Costa, Costa Cavalera thing, is it like um, if Ant or Deck did a solo presenting job, it just wouldn't feel right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wouldn't work. Yeah, but if you put them together, it's it's perfect. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so I hung with his beard. That's it's it's grown in now though. Is he got a beard though? Yeah, he started on. Um, oh. I'm sorry to give me out of here last year. So he'd grown a beard on his birthday. Would it? And be? he's, got, he's not like a beard like that. Like Andy's, but it's like, he's got stu- he's got a bit. Yeah, he's got more stubble than us. Would it be more like Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman? Because in Sherlock they're great together. Yeah. When they do other projects, they're good. But there's not. I'm thinking. I'm thinking post Sherlock, by the way. So don't include The Office. Yeah, but okay. yeah, but Doctor Strange was good though. Oh, yeah. oh he, he, it, it, it would have worked if he hadn't to put on the American accent. I thought he was going to say it would if Martin Freeman was in it. Yeah. <laughs> it I tell you what, that would have been brilliant. <laughs> that could still happen Is in the Marvel universe. Have you seen Guardians? Like, it's it's not right. yet. Oh, I've seen no. it. Where have you seen it? Cineworld. Oh, Max. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, I still need to see it. No spoilers. Next, next week, guys. No we'll, we'll, we'll cover this next yeah. week. Turn your rulers. They could still have come back to Martin Freeman in the Marvel Universe, technically, couldn't they? Because no, Martin cause Freeman played was in, um, he in, was, Civil, he was in War. Civil War. Yeah. And, you know, they're all coming together for all, if it all <laughs> geek out. <laughs> anyway, right. So, <laughs> Darby. Darby, yeah. Um, so Cavalero, there we go. So for the record, you know, a very. Wallace and Gromit kind of Wallace oh, oh cheese Gromit yeah. things on his hands oh, Marvel <laughs> <laughs> not DC Marvel um, let's talk about Dicko because a lot of praise given to Dicko for his performance I actually saw some Derby tweets especially uh, a Derby uh, podcast that we follow talk about how they were really impressed with Dicko surprising just before we recorded uh, Andy and Steve both of you saying nah not really I didn't, didn't well, see what he what did he, he score no. no. Again? We nearly scored. We've got more. That's not how it We had a point where we nearly scored. He had one effort which he dragged wide where he really should have tested the keeper. Yeah. He was he was like um, a Leeds as well. A Leeds, clinical. Mm. A Derby, he did a lot of off the ball running. There was no end product again. So yeah, it looked effective because he was the only one trying. Yeah. Um, Bar Edwards, obviously, um, but that was he. He was he did a lot of work. Yeah. No in product again. Uh, didn't but, really hold the ball up or bring others into play that effectively either. Mm. I mean, was it, well, was it kind of one of those where I think Carf kind of spoke about John Dad being the same as John Daddy? So yeah, he didn't hold it up, and when he could, just no one was near him, and he kind of. Mm. Almost like he, he can't win because it's not that he had an awful game. It's just that he didn't have a great game either. Mm. I, I don't know what all the plaudits are really about with him. It was just. A, I think Marshall took his goal well. Yeah. yeah. Well, Marshall's class. Marshall's Marshall's the bar cost at this time of the season for me. Where do you reckon his best position is? Not right back. It's wasted there. Mm. And before he gets that idea into his head, um, not Marshall. Um, I think right wing, to be honest, because he can cut in and he's got a decent left peg mm. as well. Yeah, I, I think, think I reckon. Right, I was thinking right wing because he's got a, such an arching cross on him. Mm. But it's wage play cost then just sort of put him well, centre. You just do what we did at Fulham, and he played yeah. it as a ten, but none of them stick to the positions. Yeah. That's the best way to. How can we can do it against Fulham? Because <laughs> we have the three of them. We have the three of them in environment up front where he actually plays. Yeah. Black people in their actual positions, other, things work. We have other people who can do a job similar to that. That's what kind of I think frustrates everyone so much, isn't it? That ah, the mystery evolves. He'll <laughs> carry on. Uh, we have to be wary when we, we talk about Dave Edwards, but we're saying he had a good game. He did okay. Yeah. Are you sure we, we're going down that line? Well, 
It's what you class as a Dave Edwards. <laughs> it's what you class as Dave Edwards good game. It's did he create anything? Probably not. Did he run around a lot? Yeah. Was he the only one who kind of ran around a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he looked like the one who cared. And to me, on on that day, and he was the only one. I mean, yeah, two and a half thousand people were singing his name. Mm. And rightly so, because he was the only one putting any effort in. I think that's the thing, and what disappoints fans the most, isn't it, that that he can say we don't care. And, you know, we've got nothing to play for. Derby didn't even, they turned up and we just didn't. But you always want to see your team actually try. Like, minimum, you want to see them actually put in effort. And you can at least see with Dave Edwards that he does try. He might not be... Mm. If nothing else, there's always effort. To be honest... He, I think I say it sort of every week. He's more aware than it from literally anyone else. Did you see him like? Mm. Was it this last week mm. on Twitter? Yeah, that was he brilliant. got he got an award for um, his community trust. Yeah, the community season? trust because he does a hell of a lot um, of community work. Yeah, <laughs> of community work, like working with y- young young disabled children. Mm. Um, and like someone said, I hope it's not for your footballing. And he was like, No, of course it isn't. <laughs> I, I think most of his words, you're like, dude, it's your job. But yeah. like, at least you can see he, he's. Trying, he might not get it right every time, and I slated him after that Huddersfield game last week. Yeah, he was pathetic. But he, you know, at least I'm mine for trying because actually he's the only one who looks yeah. like it sometimes. There's nothing wrong with being a limited player mm. as long as you know your limits. Yeah. You look at someone like Nemanja Vidic, who is a phenomenal defender. He wasn't really a ball playing centre off, so he didn't do that. He knew yeah. his limits and played and to them. That's been the problem with Price this year as well, where Price. Well, well, when we spoke to him and he said he's, he knows his best position, he don't go forward because there's better players who do that. Mm. When he was told to go forward or pass forward against Huddersfield, it never really worked because that's not his game. That's not his game. Edwards does his thing, it works. Mm. And away from home, that's why all these slay eggs who slag him off on Twitter all the time. All the... Um, coming out and slagging him off half of them don't go to white games anyway they're, they're, they're forming their opinions on people hating on him for doing his job his job is to harry and run and press a couple of haters yeah and that's what he did haters. that's what he did he did that well at mm. derby and fair play to him so working man's man the match tip Oh, controversial. No, there ain't anyone else. Yeah. So. There's no one else in that team who no, should even be in contention. Yeah, Reese is like, I don't feel comfortable about this. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not looking for when this goes live, like, two days later. Oh, what's this tweet notification? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, they can all come and meet. Outside the game, then, just wrap up Derby, kind of fancy dress. I know you said, you said somebody was dressed up as Jack Price. Who he dressed as yeah. Jack Price? Just put on a wolf's kit and grow a beard? Yeah. <coughs> and yeah, we well, didn't even grow a beard, he just had like a stick on thing. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, wore, he was a full kit wanker for the day as well. Fair. I saw uh, somebody took some Bodvars and masks. Did we see those people? Yeah, there was a few of them. Yeah. And the one as many as the normally is, though? There was, um, there was a couple who went in the ground before me who had the Chucker Brothers on. Very good. That was a highlight. Okay. Yeah, the one, one no standout ones, though. Mm. Disappointing. Oh well, all in all, then let's let's forget about it, shall we? When I did Away. the um, I did the Birmingham 10k run, and there was a Santa going round. So I just I I reckon he was like just want to get a costume. <laughs> so yeah. What can I get? It's, uh, like, <laughs> it's like it's the only one we've got because it's yeah. well, well done to Rich, by the way, everyone for doing the the, yeah, well the 10k run. Yeah, yeah, you did well. Well done. <laughs> I didn't ca- I didn't get to see Rob Edwards. 
That's literally the only reason I signed <laughs> up. That's the only point of catch up with him. Disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> but I'm sure he remembers you. I'm sure I must have gone past him. To, you know. Well, we'll see Rob Edwards in on Eton. Yeah, we will. Mm. Oh, that's a that, that'll, make, that'll make up for it. <laughs> uh, we'll go to the next bit. This final game of the season, everybody. If you're wanting for this season to end, your dream has finally come true this Sunday. Lundstrom Wolves are at home to Preston North End. Obviously, neither team playing for anything. Um, team? Because <laughs> is this the case? I mean, obviously, uh, Graham... Did, did, did Graham even come on on Saturday? No, he didn't get on in the end. So you may you may see a Graham start or may sub appearance. Didn't we might see a Zyro appearance? Well, no, I don't know. Nah. Who knows? No. Literally, who knows? It could be any. It could be anyone. It could, it could be. He could play Lonigan at left back and solve all our problems. <laughs> And then someone could uh, put him out of his misery. Because oh, everyone's going to turn up. It's just the last game of the season. Let's just watch a football game. Hopefully, we end the season on a good note and go home. Is there anything you'd like to see team-wise on the final game of the season? <laughs> or just <laughs> a, a team and let's get this over with? Have you ever done it? Like I know we did it in my old sort of amateur football team where you just write down every player's name, you put it in a hat, and you start a goalkeeper... And you work away along. <laughs> I like to see Wolves do that. So you could you could end up with Dicko in goal. Literally do a lottery, like yeah. everyone's talked about with Lambert. Yeah. On the pitch before. We can Lambert. do a lit yeah. Or like he can sort of decide his starting eleven. Don't honestly care who it is. But then like we could do like a Twitter poll to pick positions or something. <laughs> like, yeah, could you just have goalkeeper no, it's gonna end badly. I was gonna say goalkeeper, <laughs> defence, midfield, attack. And you could sort of do a poll, but you could own like, no. I mean, I'll work out all the details. It'll be fine. I've got a Survey Monkey account. We'll, work, we'll make it work. But it still wouldn't be any worse than what he could do yeah. himself. I mean, I'd kind of I'd like to see um, Wilson start up front. Yeah, just 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 to give him a run out, um, and probably Graham as well. I mean, Graham on the left, Marshall on the right, Wilson up front, Mason behind him. Something like that, just like a, a hint towards next season. Just like, well, we know the players are not going to be here. Mm. The ones who are who need to push on or need a chance, just gives them something like that. Just, just to. Well, there's no point freshening it up now because well, it's going to be fresh all year. Or, gi- or but, give some players perhaps who are going to go, who've been around for a while, at their last. Like you talk about yeah. Steeman having yeah, like his Steeman, actual yeah, yeah. farewell. Jack Price, if he does go, having his. A yeah. little farewell. Obviously, they'll all do a lap on it at the end, won't they? Yeah. Well, a lap of appreciation. Mm. I think it's cool now. I think Bright deserves a chance, mm. even if he's coming on off the bench because he did okay. I thought yeah, when I mean, he came he, on, he, well, he, well, he's been for two months. Who knows? He did. He did okay. Actually, he, he held the ball up well. Mm. And I've been massively critical of him in it, on here, saying he ain't made the step up yet, and he looked comfortable on Saturday. To be fair to him, um, so yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be averse to giving Bright a go. No. Yeah. That's it. That's Preston, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Predictions? Do we even do predictions? We might as well. Last game of the season. 5 2. 5 2. Who <laughs> <laughs> 2? I don't know, Dave. You decide. Yeah. Andy, yeah. predictions? 0 0. 0 0. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, read it off in style. 0 0. 0 0. Very good. Very good. Right, let's do the last bit of the podcast. It's Twitter Corner. Your tweets, <coughs> Wolves or non Wolves rated. We will answer them. And there's a, a very much a Wolves scene this week. 
Uh, we'll start with uh, Reese. Murray. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next uh, down again. <laughs> uh, Rhys Murray. Uh, I think we've kind of answered this already. How many players do Wolves need to sign to be able to compete for promotion next season? We talked about ten, didn't we? Yeah, but Realistically, at how least many, seven. How many will Wolves sign? Three. I, re- I reckon. Yeah. I reckon we'll sign quite a number. Well, we signed thirteen last year. So yeah, I reckon we're going to sign six, seven. Yeah, that's including our standard development player as well. Yeah. Uh, Sam Marsden, uh, what's the Fancastian's view on the right way in recruitment if we go forward? Uh, consi- for example, uh, considering recruiters and transfer committees, etc. What's the right way in terms of recruitment? Let's get the uh, best Wolves? players. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they come from. So you don't mm. mind transfer committees and a, a oh, group of no, people really. saying the other stuff? I don't stats. see what's wrong with transfer committees. Surely it's better to like, gauge other people's thoughts yeah. on it and work it as a collective. Well, players like Emre Chan from well, that goal last night. He came from the transfer committee. Great he, goal that was. He's been one of the best goal. players this season, and I could, I can believe he was coming here. <laughs> <laughs> Little in joke. Yeah. I think so long as everyone who's involved in it has got an idea about football, you're all right. And it's and, just when it's yeah. people who don't. So businessmen like making decisions. The Lambert, she fell well. Triage felt. Between them. Oh, the, yeah. The Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. yeah. Until it all goes wrong, of course, and we're in relegation zone, and everyone can, can yeah. pick, pick, pick it apart. Uh, Josh or Lem WWFC, uh, thoughts on the Lambert situation? Lambert in or out? Give him the oh. summer, or has he got a goo, Franksy? Is the, uh, your answers there. <laughs> because, you know, I know when you lose, everyone gets on the manager's back, but there is still this sense of people have either made up their mind about Lambert or not, and we, well, Lambert could go on a massive run, but as soon as he loses people want him out is he someone that you should give the summer to or do you think Wolves need to once again start afresh I don't like him I've never liked him but saying that even them, even their five wins and when he won manager in a month that was like almost despite him because you had Cav and Costa back mm. both playing together and when either of them has not been there he ain't managed to motivate that team any, work, any better than Zenga did mm. so I mean there's the ones who they've been talking about on Molyneux Mix as well, these more foreign uh, managers who've never managed over here before. Because do you remember, we were linked to Marco Silva. I know. Mm. I know, could you Mad, imagine? Like, oh, and everyone was like, ah, he doesn't speak English, he's not very really good, he he's only managing in PR costs. Look what he's done at Huddles- um, Hull. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if there was better out there, actually better, not just crazy craziness, um, then, yeah, I'd, I'd replace him. But he's yeah, he's saying I'll give him a pre season, but if you give him a pre season then we're back to square one again and he's he's gone in October. But saying that Marco Silva thing, I would actually keep Lambert. Not because I a hundred percent rate him. Mm -hmm. I actually think he's a half decent championship manager. But we need a level of stability. Yeah. And we can't just keep chopping and changing managers because they're doing a bit crap. Like We've all, we've got almost arrived a storm at some point, and you know what's going to happen is we'll sack him, get a new manager in late doors, and we'll be in the same situation yeah, as we were yeah, a year yeah. ago. That's and what... I'd almost rather stick with someone actually say no, this is going to be a project, and this is what we're going to do. And we've almost kind of got to like it or lump it, whether we like Paul Lambert. Mm. And, yeah, you know, he's something. It's, it's you kind of so it's you sort of noted day like. You know, you love him when you win, you hate him when he loses. Same with McCarthy, actually. Like, you'd be like, oh, but well, when you win, 
Lambert's calm. He's sophisticated. Yeah. As soon as he loses, he's dull Scottish um, boring. Yeah, dull, dull Scottish boring, dull boring Scotsman. But we had this week. We had this on this podcast over Kenny Jacket a couple of years ago when I, I forget who it was, but we talked about how Kenny. Somebody said that Kenny Jacket, you know, is, is the man going forward. He's so good with the media, how he, how he words yeah. stuff. And then a few months later, it was he's boring. He's mm. boring. I, I yeah. want him to go, and it just shows you how results majorly influence a view mm. on a manager yeah. when you probably at your core know at the end of the day that. They're a decent enough. It's almost like yeah. we're not so we're kind of quite balanced in our opinion, Dave. And some, mm. Dave, and some people do just fluctuate mm. between. Yeah. I mean, I'll <laughs> <laughs> not loaded. <laughs> no. You know who you are. <laughs> no, I couldn't care less what, he, what he's looking in front of the camera. Or he, mm. It could be as boring as anything. It could be giving the same bites every every ten seconds. As long as he does the job. Yeah. 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 Look at yeah. Steve Koppel. He was an incredible. He's an incredibly boring man. Yeah. But. He did wonders with that Reading team. I mean, that's. I mean, what I was saying about if there's better out there, it is. You, it has to be done straight away. So you get a pre-season. Mm-hmm. You can't be doing it in August again, like the way before the season starts. Um, but I suppose he does deserve a pre-season. Just, just. To, yeah. I mean, the, the two players that he's brought in that you think that he's brought in with. Um, Marshall, especially, and then Vyman as a striker, mm. which he never plays in there, but. Um, Marshall especially has been superb. Um, so, I think if that's the calibre of player, then you give him a chance. I think when you think of the last 12 months, this club has been an absolute shamble since the takeover. Mm. Dropping all these players into the squad, getting a new manager in who doesn't really know the league or the mm. players or anything. Then getting rid of him and then we get someone else in. And mm. it's actually... After Sunday's match, I'm quite happy to just wipe the sl- slate clean and just say, right, just go from here. Mm. Yeah. I think that's the best way to get forward. We're in the league. It's such an unpredictable league of championships. And we've it's, actually got the money behind us for yeah, once. We might as well, you say, clean slate. Mm. I'm trying to think of a good example from this year. Someone like Leeds have kind of skyrocketed from that season. Mm. Fulham are completely different teams to what they were 12 months right, ago. Yeah. So we're saying give him a summer, not. He's got to go, Frank. See, at the minute, yeah, that yeah. is what we're saying. That is what we're saying. That that might be different saying. at Christmas, but yeah. At the minute, um, a couple of a couple more questions. Um, thoughts on the golden pathway idea from Max Walls? Have you ever seen this? In never, never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. <laughs> what a yellow bit road to Molly? Oh, that that was the first one, Molly. Yeah. Never happened. The um, the summer around development never happened. Car park. They just do these things because they want to get voted in again. Never going to happen. It'll be nice. Stuart spoken. Sean Dyche has spoken. Sorry, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, and there is one question from Craig Moore which says, "Do you think Helder Costa will still be playing for Wolves next season?" But I think that's going to be a big question for the last podcast of the season next week. So Craig will put your answer on pause. I'm going to now turn my attentions <laughs> to Richard Hobbs with the email of the week. Yeah. New feature. Because we get one email. <laughs> we get one email in which, a blue moon. Which isn't someone saying, do we need SEO advice? No. <coughs> if you'd like to email in your anecdotes, podcast at wolfsfancast.com, everyone, yeah. you get a mensch. One of those so, glorious mentions. This is from sort of quite um, a recent follower, I think, of ourselves, especially on Twitter, sir. Um, he sent this a couple of weeks ago. So it's by um, Alex Yates, who is from Bristol. Hobbs recently said he resides in Whitmarines, an area known for its relatively high crime rate. <laughs> Starts well. 
um, extract from Wikipedia page. Historically, Whitmarines was considered a quite genteel uh, part of Wolverhampton, located next to the picturesque West Park. In the latter part of the 20th century, however, the area has declined sharply, and while the last 20 years has brought some of the older housing stock um, up to date, some of it is still some of the lowest standards in the city. Um, before going any further, I actually live in sort of quite a modern, recent flat. Just, that, just yeah, say that, that's what he says. That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> you, you physically come to my flat, babe. Well, <laughs> there, there, there's my standards. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing Claire Gates standards. I'm just, just I'm just, I'm just not going to talk about the, uh, the all the cats outside. That's okay. all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were some dogs fighting outside last night. And, Again, and, you're, ta- and you're talking about your modern <laughs> area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. This coupled with Hobbes's clear uh, pale complexion and come to bed eyes have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, continue. There is that we, sexual tension between you and Roy. We have a selfish Yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and come to bed eyes has got me worried about him um, that he may get taken advantage of. With this in mind, <laughs> what picture should he uh, carry on his person at all times to put off um, would be assailants? Okay. A. A picture of Jet Moxie in a turtleneck and a pork pie. In brackets, he's only wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> Mick McCarthy's face as he reaches climax. In brackets, probably when he signs a bearer at his next club. Or C. For a moment, uh, Hennessy dropped a ball over the line against Samwell Town. Kind regards, Alex from Claregate, exiled to Bristol. Claregate massive. <laughs> It's a gang of two. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what, what should uh, should Rich take with him? Like if he if he if he, if he <laughs> rides around <laughs> the shores of the I'm going to get taken uh, I think the pie molesting Jez Moxie. <laughs> yeah. Just because you can Well see. it's just it's just Jez Moxie eating a pork pie wearing a turtleneck. So he's not doing anything untoward to no. the pie. He doesn't say he's eating it with his mouth. I imagine it could be oh, doing, don't oh, go down there. You, you, have you said that? Have you said <laughs> that? <laughs> 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 Bear Grylls, um, Born Survivor, where he's on the raft and he's. Um, I don't want to. No, no, no. This is his TV fight. Um, and he's on the raft and he, he's saying about how if you get stranded on a desert island. I'm trusting where this leaks in. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Oh god! It's David Spade and editing. And he said, because obviously you can't drink seawater because it's all salty. So yeah. he said, but you, your bodies have to get fluids. So he gives himself a seawater enema and he sticks oh, a pipe up yeah. his ass. But I have heard about this. actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have heard about this. It's it's excellent. But there is, saying, there is other orifices to put food into. Just saying. Well. Sorry, sorry, we're saying other orifices are available. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're saying. There's a tile. So, I, 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 personally, <laughs> personally, thank you for the email, Alex. Yeah, uh, cheers. Actually, genuinely, one of the funniest emails I think I've ever received. Um, but I would go for the, the, the Jez Moxie pie, yeah. to be honest. No, I think Mick McCarthy's Vinegar Strokes, I think, would be the, uh, <laughs> oh. the, the picture. Good band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's it. That's, that's this week's podcast done, oh. all dusted with. Uh, we're rather doing a post-Preston podcast. We're just going to go straight into end of season podcast, which will be coming your way next week, where we'll be discussing everything that happened this season and discussing what went right, what went wrong. And we'll also be previewing the summer to come and what Wolves need to do to actually mount a promotion charge 
to the Premier League. Uh, thanks to your sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking to, for a new website or web solution, check them out at operacreative.com. And you can follow us all week on social media for your lols and trolls. Just search for us on any platform and you'll usually find us there. And you can email us, podcast at wolfspodcast.com, <laughs> for your anecdotes <laughs> and stories. Uh, but for this week, at the, I guess it's like the penultimate episode of the season, everybody. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> well, this oh, is was... sad now. What did you think of Ben Bill in uh, Doctor Who? Uh, I am warming to the idea of Bill in Doctor Who. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I really like yeah, him. Yeah, because we had these conversations. Another thing from Saturday, and I said she seems very, very rose to it. Yeah, to it's, it's very yeah. balanced. Mm. It, do, I think it does work well. And, but I'm, I'm, more, I'm already that, knowing that Capaldi's leaving. I'm already at that stage now of who's the next one? Who's the next one? Who's the next one? So. Who the rumor mill is uh, Chris Marshall, yeah, aka mm. Nick from My, my Family, yeah, which yeah. I would approve of. I think he'd be good. He's yeah. tall and gangly, so it worked well. And the, also that apparently the the guy who played the first Doctor in that drama they did, which was excellent. And if anyone saw it a couple of years ago for the fiftieth anniversary, oh yeah, yes, the um, he's Filch from the Harry Potter yes. films. Yeah, um, he's going to reprise the role as the first Doctor in the Christmas special. Uh-huh. Mm. So multi Doctor okay. adventure, everyone. It would be excellent. Um, Jean Pertwee. As yes, yeah. the third doctor. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that would work. No, he's um, yeah, that's but yeah, playing yeah. the third, playing the third doctor. No, that's what I mean because if you see him in Gotham as as uh, mm. as Alfred, and you think, well, his dad yeah. was Doctor, mm. yeah. he's got the same kind of thing. They could have a, and he's a decent actor as well. He'd always play like Je- I'm just saying it because of Gotham. He'd always play like James Bond as the Doctor. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. That'd be pretty awesome. I think with me, I want something different. We we've had white male. 13 times now. I'd, I'd quite like something just to mix it up. They, they, Hayley Atwell. Hayley Atwell yeah. would be my choice. They've got an opportunity yeah. now, haven't they, to, to, to finally break mm. the mould. Whether they will take that risk is a mm. is Hayley Atwell thing. would be awesome. Yeah, Hayley Atwell would be yeah. up there. Anyway. Random Doctor Who chat, chat everybody. Uh, join us for the Doctor Who podcast. And we wonder why these podcasts are hitting over an hour long. <laughs> uh, for this week, it's bye from Andy. See ya. Bye from Stu. Ta-da. <laughs> Bye from Rich. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and it's bye from me. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>